Hey everyone and welcome to the Just Chatting podcast, a podcast discussing all things fitness, well-being and mindset, hosted by yours truly, Jessica Banhan. Now, let's get into today's episode. Hey everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Just Chatting podcast. Today I'm joined by Kieran Langan, who's an online coach. He recently um, only started coaching in September of 2021 and now here we are, February 2022. So that's why six months now I think six months yeah seven months is it six or seven I can't count I think it's six though I think it's September, October November December January February yeah six months six there months we there we go and tell us Kieran. like look I'm really really excited um as I was just saying to Kieran off air guys um I was kind of advised to, to follow Kieran because he was, he was <laughs> Starting out um, by our mutual friend, Patty. Patty, I know we will hopefully Patty's listening as well. Um, and immediately felt drawn to Kieran in terms of the messaging he does. Um, obviously, from my marketing background, it's obviously something I very much look into when I do follow some of that, like to see like what they post, how the, how they're talking to uh, their followers and everything like that. So immediately, that's one of the reasons why I was drawn to Kieran as well. And um, yeah, so I'm just really, really excited to obviously see you know where this kind of podcast goes. But first off, Kieran, for no, but for anyone that might not know who you are, tell us a little bit about yourself. I'm Kieran Lyon. I'm started <laughs> coaching in September, as you just said. Um, why did I get into coaching? Mm. I suppose I think over in lockdown, I kind of I had an on and off relationship with fitness since I was like seventeen, and then I think when we went into lockdown 2020, I live in a very rural part of Mayo. So yeah. like I'm very like secluded from everything. So I didn't really have anything else other than fitness. Yeah. Um, so it just gave me so much time to like focus on myself and better myself and work on myself. And like lockdown was actually, I remember everyone giving out about it, but it's kind of a blessing for me because it got me into a good working routine. So after that, I decided, yeah, fitness is something I want to do. Finish the personal training course in september actually yeah and then just started online straight away second i was finished amazing and like it was like look look i think i think when i suppose initially when the lockdown happened in 2020 i think like you know some people either went to the stage of they felt like they had nothing else to do and maybe kind of resorted to kind of again like refocusing on eating or other habits that they might have just escalated as such but obviously like again you were probably one of the other people who were actually just like right this is the perfect time to actually start looking after yourself after yourself because again a lot of people don't look after themselves in such a way yeah. get through fitness as well so like you know was it like how did you start that was it just like you just kind of started one day and was like okay I'm just gonna try and make up my own workout did you start working with a coach or was it just like you're watching YouTube so like what was the process for that well I would have I would have followed Barry was a big inspiration to me Barry's butts um I would have grown Love up Barry with here <laughs> yeah I grew up with Barry so me and him would have been very close friends like before he was even a PT okay um, so I would have like watched an awful lot of his content and then seen him sharing other people's content and like started seeing like all these other coaches and following them and getting like tips and tricks from them and after a while I was like after a while just from picking up all these like tips and tricks and like building my knowledge I was like god I kind of want to go into this um so I said I'd give it a go I said I'd give the course a go anyway and just see like if I was any 
good at it like if I'd be able to hack it and honestly it was probably like the best thing I ever did was doing that um I think before I started coaching like I always had a very um I don't know love-hate relationship with work so okay. like being being self-employed was like being self-employed was just a good move for me like I think whenever I was in a job I either didn't like management or was trying to move up a management ladder as fast as I can so I could be in charge like get get more leeway with what I want to do so I think working for myself working for myself was just definitely a good move for me um I just wanted to be wanted to be my own boss like in charge of just in charge of my time in charge of my hours in charge of in charge of my life really yeah like no like fair pay to like look be going self-employed was definitely like as I know from last year like I went from the steady salary for like you know um what I was at the time I was only on my salary job for about like I when I came back from Australia it was March 2020 I started a new job in Ireland in June of 2020 so from June 2020 to February 2021 I was in like my steady salary job everything was fine and then I was like do you know what I'm gonna have to do this like and it's 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 scary taking that plunge as well um yeah like if you know deep down that this is something that you're like Joe, it's going to suit me so much. You're better off just going for it. Like, so like, again, like fair play to you for actually making that kind of, that kind of jump as well. Cause I can imagine how like obviously scary it's been um, as well. Kind of, again, the, so I suppose like the thing about self-employed is that like, people think, yeah, so great. Like, you know, being your own boss and controlling your hours and stuff like that. But it's obviously the big fear factor as well. It's kind of, you know, will I get an inquiry this month or, you know, will a client drop off? And we, I suppose like we do overcome those like battles as well um I suppose like that, that that's something maybe you've learned in the last six months as well but look I've learned that in the last year and it's going to be something that we'll always have as well it's obviously a matter of like probably just protecting our energy as well um so what were you doing like prior to that in terms of like were you like in college or did you just finish school because I don't even know how old you are oh oh so I'm 22 years old sorry oh, okay oh you're oh your life is still ahead of you yet oh god 23 I'm <laughs> forgetting what age I am <laughs> I turned 23 in December okay um, so uh, I was bouncing around the place for a while. I, I did a year of college. I went straight into college after school. I did yeah. one year of college in doing social care in GMIT. Okay. Dropped out after first year. Um, so I had an on-off relationship with fitness. When I was in school, before I went into college, I was great going into the gym. That was the first time I ever like experienced a gym. I had like this little home gym. It's actually the gym I'm training in now. And it's just like a little community hall gym. And I used to go in, but I had no knowledge of fitness. I used to just go in and wing it or learn everything off bros on YouTube and stuff like that, or like Reddit forums. So I had like an arm day, chest day, back day, leg day kind of split. Um, but I was going in just kind of like following these YouTubers um, doing what they do. Then when I went into college, got very into the sesh um was instead of working out four days a week I was drinking four days a week um so then fell out of fitness again dropped out of college went working in McDonald's for around two and a half years um and kind of that's when I started to get back into fitness again when I was in McDonald's I took up MMA for a little while so okay. for that I kind of like I kind of had to be fit for that 
because if you're not fit like either get punched in the face or you get choked out so it's, yeah. a good, it's a good motivator to keep fit after that then did a little bit of traveling I left McDonald's left McDonald's went to Spain for a month looking to teach English mm-hmm. um, and came home because of COVID came home because of COVID and that's when we went into lockdown and I just started focusing on my fitness because I wanted to I wanted to stay fit but once everything closed up like MMA wasn't a thing like I wasn't able to train with people couldn't meet up with anyone so all I had was myself so I just started have a little bench in my room and a few resistance bands and stuff so started working on my home workouts then and then once everything opened up again moved down to Galway for my PT course that was my first time ever being in like a commercial gym was July 2021 um and it was just really nice like it was a really nice atmosphere like compared to the gym I have here like barely anyone comes into it barely anyone at all which is kind of sad to see like it'd be a nice thing for the community like if people did come in and use it Mm. Um, so I think just being being in the gym and having that atmosphere like of everyone in the same mindset like everyone like wanting to better themselves and want to work on themselves and like helping each other out with stuff it was just I just knew then from that point like it was something I wanted to do and I think that's what something that you're definitely that comes across the social media is that you are trying to help people actually you know I suppose like build that community as you said like even if it's not in your home town whatever even if it's online that you can actually yeah. build you know bring people together in that way that you know and kind of like help people because I think a lot of people like you know people sometimes I think like with on and off fitness like you know a lot of people have that very similar relationship and I feel like you know it's it's so possible to keep it keep the switch on if you let it but I think people go through these phases and stuff like that so now let's say if you've done these on and off phases let's say since 2020 two years later now are, is your relationship on or off with fitness? Oh, my relationship, <laughs> is, my relationship is on, but my whole like outlook on fitness is now changed. Like I used to have this like all or nothing mindset. So yeah. it was either I was really into fitness, like didn't drink, didn't party, didn't go out, didn't socialize. It was just like fitness or nothing. And then once I got sick of that or I wanted to, or if I broke that cycle, it was like, oh well I fucked it now so might as well go off the rails yeah I think that's what like we still see like so many people doing so I think what I'm trying to do the main thing I'm trying to do like with building a community is teach people like how they can still enjoy fitness but like not give up the rest of their life like they can still enjoy like a drink or two or going out or meeting their friends or stuff like that and still incorporate fitness into their life it doesn't have to be all or nothing yeah and look it's it's the biggest thing we constantly see and I'd say you might even see it from people that even might inquire with you and they're like I'm ready to be like 110 percent and like I'm that person who was like I don't want you to give me 100 percent and they're like what <laughs> and I'm like I don't want you to give me 100 percent because you're most likely not going to stay consistent for a longer period of time I'd rather give me 50% for the first week and that is better than nothing. So again, like a big thing that I've said over the last like few weeks to my own clients is that like, if you can be 1% better than yesterday, 
is that not bloody amazing? Because 1% each day will all add up over time. So in terms of that, obviously, all or nothing mindset, was it just the, you know, you know, start PT course and it all went from there? Or was it something that you still had to do over time to kind of, I suppose, like, you know, I suppose, like, reduce that mindset of, like, all or nothing and to kind of have that kind of, I suppose, healthy balance with fitness? Oh, no, the PT course, like, that was that was just a stepping stone. Like, okay. since that like the thing about the PT course is like they teach it like it's brilliant that they get us qualified and like get us into the industry but like an awful lot of the stuff that they taught us on that course like it's very outdated very very outdated and very useless so like I honestly think like most the knowledge I've gained is like from people from people like Patty or Barry or yourself like just from following you and picking up tips and tricks from me and like building up my knowledge from other people that I see doing well and like making points that I agree with or even like someone will make a point in which I have previously disagreed with and it's completely changed my mind on something so that PT course it was just a stepping stone for me like mm-hmm. myself as a coach like I'm like I'm very new to the industry so like I'm constantly learning constantly constantly learning and I don't think like learning is something like that I want to stop doing either I feel like I can always keep always keep improving like never stop educating myself yeah no I think it's the best outlook to have because like that was like anyone that would have met me last year would have known that I would have done anything to learn whether it's like you're like yourself like I would have learned from other coaches um whether it was actually just you know doing more courses as well because you know as you said like the, the PT course the qualifications are a stepping stone into the industry but it's not like they're going to give you all the tools to help you with whatever you know challenges the client faces you you never know like you know tomorrow I can get I get a, an inquiry come through and I might not know how to overcome it but I'll figure out a way and again it's always learning as well and I think you know it it's it's enjoying that process as well it's enjoying that like you know there's a huge community of coaches out there all have to, we all have different specialities or interests and it's it's all learning from you know each other as well but one thing that you've kind of said now over the last you know well you haven't said it directly but I think what something that is kind of you know that the word that's been on my mind for the last few questions I've been asking is the topic of environment because obviously like you know you're in a rural part of Ireland it's not as if you're like again going to a commercial gym all the time you also talk with people around you as well so over the last few years, how has your environment impacted on your maybe like choices or your mindset as well? Um, oh, it's it's a strange one. I definitely find like living living in a rural part of Ireland, like it gives me so much time to focus on myself if that's what I choose to do with my time. But like it can also be like I can also like completely seclude myself and go downhill if I allow that to happen so I think it's just a case of like using using my free time to the best ability I can like the good thing about being in a commercial gym was I think having people around you like with that same mindset and like kind of pushing each other and like giving each other tips and tricks like that really like drives you to do more so now that I'm by myself like in a quiet gym like sometimes I can go in there like four days of the week and I'm the only person that's been in that gym all week so you really have to give yourself like an extra kick like 
to get into the gym and get the work done like some days I go in like I'm dragging myself into that gym I'm kicking screaming moaning whining um but I just have to get it done I just have to get it done uh, because I just like I know it's good for me so I definitely would prefer definitely would prefer to be training with other people rather than by myself yeah yeah it's it, it it definitely is tough and I think like even when I think back to the home workout days like you know like what I've so I've a lot of clients that train from home and they want to do it and I'm like that's totally fine um you know for various different reasons obviously like you know some people are just not yet going to take that that step to go to the gym some people just yeah. prefer it and have an amazing kit and I'm like perfect no problem but like there is something different about training with other people like training at home like I could only do it for so long obviously I did it like it, it again it was like that I'd be going into like my freezing cold garage kicking and screaming being like I don't want to do this but I still show up every day I think people kind of think like oh like you know you always want to do a workout and I'm like you don't always want to do workouts you don't want to always want to do everything it's hard to be like motivated in vertical commas all the time it's bloody yeah. possible and it frustrates me because like I thought I had to be motivated all the time as well and I think when people hear my story they're my, they're kind of like oh you must be motivated all the time and I was like no I'm not I'm far from it like I literally, even right now, if I was thinking about it, I probably have been motivated to work out over the last few weeks, but that's only because like the motivation has come from the action. When I'm actually in the gym, executing the exercises, actually focusing on my tempo, um, you know, trying to aim for a PB, that's when the motivation kicks in. It's not when I'm in the car. I'm being like, okay, I'm going to wait now. When's gonna motivation going to come? It's like, yeah, motivation is just one of those words that I'd love to just banish, but I just can't. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know whether you find that as well, like, you know, in term, um, maybe in terms from your own clients as well, it's people relying on motivation to get... 100%. And my clients ask me that all the time. They're like, how do you stay motivated to go in the gym? And I'm like, I'm not. I'm not motivated at all. Because if you rely, like you said there, if you rely on motivation to come, like motivation might just never come. Yeah, so yeah. it's just about building that habit to go to the gym. Like for me, like I have set times, set days and alarms to remind myself of when to go to the gym. So like when I hear my alarm, my five o'clock alarm on a Monday go off, I know I'm in the gym for my push workout because it's five o'clock and it's Monday. Like regardless of what I'm doing, like I just go because that's the time to do my push workout on a Monday. It's the exact same as like, we wake up and brush our teeth every morning. Like, mm. why do you do it? Is it motivation? No, it's just habit. Like, we just wake up and brush them because we've been doing it for so long that it just becomes habit. And you can do the exact same thing with your workouts, like building that in as habit. Like, you just do it because that's the time to do it. Do it the same with your meal prep or eating your meals, like set meal times. Like, we can, we can build habits so we can have a set time for everything so we don't need to rely on motivation you won't need motivation you'll just do it you won't even think about it yeah yeah and it, like I think the biggest thing I would say to people who are looking to build habits is like it's bloody take your time with it like you know just because you did a habit five days in a row does not mean it's going to magically be part of your routine like you know you just need to keep going and keep you know at it as well um and on the topic of habits is there any habits that you've even built over the last while because obviously again like being self-employed like sometimes it can kind of bring out those it can bring out negative habits and I mean negative habits like one of my negative habits is looking at other people online 
I spend a lot of time doing it and I shouldn't be doing it. So I'm always comparing myself to other coaches as well. And again, that's a habit that I do. But like, I suppose in terms of habits that you've incorporated since being self-employed, is there anything that you've done or maybe even in your own personal aspect as well? Because obviously one of the examples of the habits that you've built is obviously that 5 a.m. Uh, alarm on a Monday. And is there anything else that you've built that's maybe like impacted your life in a positive oh, way? Oh no, that was that one's a 5 p.m. alarm. I am not an, <laughs> I'm not an early riser. Oh my no. god, a thousand five a.m. Oh, oh my god, no. why did I think that's why no, I was like, no, oh my god. No, I'm not, I'm not an early riser. No, god, no, 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 no. Oh my god, guys, I'm so sorry. If if, if you <laughs> actually did say 5 p.m., I'm so sorry. I, oh, no, I think I just said five o'clock. Yeah, <laughs> you put up, yeah. and that's what I took it as five a.m. I, was like, I think I think most people, if you hadn't specified that, like most people would take that as five a.m. Because like there's also that common like that common theme of like oh wake up at 5 a.m like get on the grind like drinking my coffee like, that's what i thought yeah yeah like, no. here's me like thinking like i like a lie on is like eight o'clock for me that's why i thought oh my god this guy gets up really early like yeah no no i'm more of a like get up at eight yeah go about okay. my work. once <laughs> i finished my work i head into the gym in the evening afterwards yeah for play to you um but yeah, any other habits that I'm thinking, definitely have a few negative habits, like compare myself to people online. I find myself doing that an awful lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do keep reminding myself, I think one thing was when I first started off, like I did not want to post on social media whatsoever, but mm-hmm. I wanted to be an online coach. So it was one of those, it was one of those necessary evils that I had to overcome. Um, so I think it was, like once I first started posting fitness stuff, I just changed my regular Instagram account to a fitness account. And once I started posting fitness stuff, anyone that wasn't into fitness, like they started to unfollow me. When I started to see my followers drop down, like I started having like all these negative thoughts, like, oh my God, these people don't like me. Like they're not interested in what I post. And and like reflecting on that, like that's a good thing like you want you want your followers like to be interested in what you post like if somebody's not if somebody's not interested in like what you're interested in you're just you're just weaning out like I don't know I don't even know how to phrase it you're weaning out like the people that aren't going to impact you on your fitness journey regardless of what you're doing um and now I think like I don't I like I still get those negative thoughts sometimes just depends on the day um but I really try and not let like followers or social media or anything on that like impact my emotions or if I do find it impacting my emotions I sit down and reflect on that um I try and journal that out and try and think rationally about that um before I uh before I try and make any rash reactions to it that's really really interesting and um like i we need to go in in a, a bit deeper into this but i want to actually know first off as you kind of said like you didn't want to post on social media what was the re like because you said oh if i like want to be an online coach i have to post on instagram but like what was what was your barrier to like not wanting to post on social media like was it just like i couldn't be bothered or was it just like the effort what was that you were kind of like i just don't oh, know. it was more like it was more the fear of people judging me and fear of like yeah the fear of people judging me it's like oh what if I make a fool of myself what if somebody starts talking about me and like now I'm kind of like like I've gotten past that now like 
I make a fool out of myself and my story all the time. And like, if people are laughing at me, like, I don't really care. Like, because I'm getting a kick out of it at the end of the day. And like, it's my account, it's my social media. I can do whatever I want on it. Um, but yeah, at the start, it was, it was very hard for me to get over that fear. Like there's sometimes I'd film myself talking on my story and then delete it like 30 times and retake the video. And it was like constantly like getting into the habit of like, just post it. Because if you don't post it, like you're not going to overcome that fear. And um, that actually, what I just spoke on there, like it reminded me of when I said, like, I was, I was talking to a client just this morning about getting into the gym and she was like, she's, work training at home as well and she said like she wants to get into the gym because she wants to start like she just starts wanting to use more equipment and kind of like upgrading her workout a bit um and she was like i want to start in april and like in the gym and i was like okay why don't you want to start now and she was like well i want to build up my confidence before i go into the gym and i was like okay if you want i was like are you scared to go into the gym right now and she was like yeah i was like i guarantee you when april comes you are still going to be just as scared to go oh. into the gym. Yep. I was like, I was like, I'm still scared to go into a new gym. If I'm in a different environment where everything is foreign and I'm going in, like I'm out of my comfort zone, like I'm going to be scared. But the quicker you get in and the quicker you overcome that, the quicker you're going to overcome that fear. Like you're, you're going to become more comfortable in that environment. So I told her it was just like, ripping off a plaster like the faster she gets it done like the better and it was the same for me posting on social media like the more I did it the more just like the more I got comfortable with that like I'm fine posting on my stories now and don't really care what people think about me and it's the same with going into the gym now like if I'm going in I don't really care what people think about me in there either yeah and like very much re relate to that kind of thing as well like you know, it, it it's always taking that first plunge. There's always the fear, the fear, the fear. But I'm like, the fear can be actually sometimes the best thing as well because like it just makes you want to take it as well. Cause you're kind of like, oh, I know I want to, I want to do it. I know it's going to benefit me. So it's like, just do it. Um, like, look, I have climbing Sarah similar to that, and I've always said to them, I was like, I don't want to pressure you, and I will give all the guidance and all the tips. Being like, I want you to go now, but also I'm I'm not. I don't want you to feel like I'm forcing you. So it's kind of like. The client has to make up the decision themselves, I feel as well, but I 100% agree with you in terms of how you approach that, in terms of you're going to be the same in April, maybe even worse because it's a build-up over it. Um, Like I'm training in the gym, I've been training in a, in a gym since January 2020. It was actually the first time I joined a gym properly, had a training program. The gym I trained in um was actually known for bodybuilding in Melbourne. It's probably one of the best uh, bodybuilding gyms in Melbourne if not Australia um there's a few there's like three or four of those gyms across Australia and um at the time this is when I had the notion of I'm going to compete and uh like I remember walking in each day and remember like I would be that you know that person like literally I was still only very very new to training and I remember like walking in each day not giving an absolute crap what people thought like I these people who were like IFBB pros and would be walking around you know who've been training for like minimum five six years and here's me walking in not an absolute muscle tissue muscle tissue definition to my name and I still just didn't care like you know at the at first like when I joined that gym I purposely joined it because I needed to get out of my comfort zone I purposely knew that that's the environment I wanted to be in um 
and now like it's very like you know community-based like you know if if someone wasn't competing of course like you know you still feel as comfortable as well but like I had so many people like help me there was other PTs and other coaches that would probably see me doing something completely wrong because I wasn't educated and um getting that support as well but like it's it's again immersing yourself into that if you know what's going to benefit you long term and you know that you know the confidence didn't come for me you know when I you know when I was in there or I needed confidence when I went in I just was I suppose I I'm one of those people that I've just always been confident in a way but I just don't care what people think to an extent um like there's the other side of me as well and look I, you're, you're probably the same as well here on like you know um on stories there but three or four weeks ago anyone that would follow me on Instagram will know that I'm you know a good lover of a good dance and I always 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 get petrified whenever I am about to post them because I always think that so, like that someone will unfollow me someone might think oh she's a fucking joke like what she who does she think she is I'm gonna unfollow her I always get that fear because it's like that side of me that I've you know like I've 20 years of dance experience so I'm like of course like I just love to dance but it's always having that fear like every time you post something it's like oh, what's someone gonna say what are people gonna think yeah. but like it's it's a hard thing as well but even right now I suppose like when you are posting on social media whether it's you know on your feed or if it's a reel or if it's um on your stories do you still get that little bit of like anxiousness um not as much anymore not as much anymore I suppose it depends it does depend on the day like it depends on your mood like you're not always going to feel a hundred percent every day but yeah. I'm definitely an awful lot more comfortable posting it now than, okay. I, uh, than I was posting it when I started off and I like I imagine that's the same with you and your dancing videos like mm-hmm. I, I seen that story you put up talking about how you get scared posting those dancing videos but I love them personally. <laughs> like they, they're a great start to my morning seeing you dance on your stories. Um, but like with that, it's I think it's just a case of like showing up and doing it anyway and putting yourself out of your comfort zone. Like yeah. it's it's just something like it betters you as a person, like challenging yourself like that. Yeah. And this that 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 is the thing. It's it's you know, as we as we can both say here, and you know, for hopefully anyone that kind of might be listening as well. Like, it's not as if we just went to the gym a few times and we automatically don't get anxious. Like, 100%, like, right now, if I was to go to a new gym, I would most likely be anxious because it's different equipment. It's a different environment, a different community. Of course, I'm going to be nervous. So it's not just as if you go to one gym that the gym anxiety is gone. It's still always with you because you're going to be still in environments. It's like when you go on holiday and you're going to a new place that you're going to travel in, you're going to stay in a new hotel, you're still going to be like, oh, I'm just trying to figure things out. And it's okay. I think we need to normalize that kind of like newfound anxiety maybe I don't know what the kind of right anxiety it's called but like it's that you know it's a new anxiety that you're going to be experiencing but again it's repetition 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 that will make this whole um experience a lot easier as well but obviously look that was obviously something your client you know that your current client let's say you know was experiencing right now and I I I want you to keep in touch with me and let me know if she does go to the gym before April um as well well that'll be the exciting part Oh, she decided she was going to, I was like, like, I think you should join sooner than that. And she was like, okay, I'm going to join at the end of the month. So we have a plan. She picked a date. She was like, I'm going to start on this date. And I was like, okay, we're going to set that as a goal for you. I was like, go. I was like, take a few like trial days in some gyms, see what you like, pick whatever one you want and let me know what equipment's in it. And we'll get a new plan in for that gym for you. So 
she's going trying out a few new gyms and hopefully by the end of the month we'll have her in the gym battling that gym anxiety that is so exciting yeah like it's just a matter of saying doing it and obviously creating the strategy or whatever around that as well so as you said like it's once she finds the right gym for her in terms of her comfortability and then it's obviously kind of moving forward um from there I suppose like look six you know working with people for six months as well you probably have worked with you know maybe like a variety of people as well I don't know if you found kind of um obviously the, like the people you definitely want to help with are probably maybe you who started obviously out similar to you but is there other kind of people that I suppose that you would like to work with or do you kind of have your audience I suppose like nailed at the moment no no not at all um so at the minute like I just started off like working with like gen pop clients so yeah. like people like that were coming from the same spot as me but at the minute now like I'm in prep for a photo shoot uh which hopefully I'll be doing at the end of April but yeah so I'm looking to I'm looking to do a photo shoot at the end of April and like the only reason why I'm doing this photo shoot is if I wanted to take on a client in the future who also wants to do a photo shoot I'd have that experience behind my back um because like I wouldn't I'd hate to like I don't know put someone into very strict calories and very intense training and not have experienced that myself because then I wouldn't be able to relate to them I wouldn't know what they're going through so I'm still like I'm definitely still testing the waters with what clients I want to take on and finding my niche as a coach yeah well that's really exciting because I think you know it takes time I think a year later like I'm starting to figure it out so I think like my biggest advice is this for any coach that might be that might be listening as well because look I know there's so many people that have become qualified over the last like few months as well so like don't rush taking the time to find it out it's okay to like not know exactly who it is like I'm lucky I've worked with a variety of people who have you know a lot of people I've you know I've been working with actually nearly a year coming up soon as well and like you know I've definitely found the people that I loved to work with as well so like definitely like enjoy the process but I think like let's talk about this photo shoot prep um you know it's again it's from doing it myself I know it's not an easy goal but I suppose like you know obviously as you kind of obviously touch upon that you want to obviously prepare for a shoot you know to potentially help someone you know maybe later on this year or next year you know who might come to you to look to do a photo shoot prep as well but I suppose like, is there any other other reasons that you actually decided you know what I'm gonna do this and challenge myself um the only re- there actually was um so I was bulking for I was in a gaining phase for oh I don't know maybe like six months before this yeah so actually like since I started since I started coaching I went straight into a gaining phase um but it was like my entire goal was just put on muscle um just and there wasn't anything else other than that and it was putting on muscle but there was some nights like it was like 11 p.m and I hadn't hit my calories and I was sitting in my bed like drinking these 1000 cal shakes trying to get my calories in um with absolutely no appetite whatsoever so I was like look I'm not enjoying this anymore and like I think when you get to a stage of you're not enjoying the journey you're on, you definitely need to change something. So mm-hmm. I, I changed the goal. I changed the goal and it was like, okay, I want to cut down for a photo shoot, both so, both so I could start enjoying it more and gaining some experience. Um, yeah. And it has been an enjoyable experience. Like 
it's definitely tough. It's very, very tough. Um, adapting to just adapting to, I suppose, training as hard as I can with as little energy as possible. Um, it's very, very, it's very, very rough compared to like eating, I don't know, I think it was on like 3,600 calories a day. Um, and now I'm down to like 1,700 calories a day. So there's a big, big jump there uh, in energy. Yeah. Um, but honestly, like the main, the main reason for it was just to gain that experience so I could help someone do the same potentially if they wanted to. Yeah. No, like, and even going from like, whatever you know 3600 to 17 like 1700 is a very low mark for a male as well um so there's obviously those things to consider as well but I suppose as you said like you know it is challenging yourself but is there anything that you maybe thought about that you're like oh I think prep will be like this and then it 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 hasn't been like that is there anything that your your mindset has changed about how you maybe like perceived prep before you actually did it what if you thought oh yeah it's gonna be tough but I'll be fine or like have you really just kind of understood it in a deeper level as well like have you learned anything over the last few weeks I know you've you've still whatever two months left um of the prep but it's so it's like right now based on how you're feeling as well did you expect it to be as tough as you as it is now um I think I did like I did expect it to be I did expect it to be very tough I think cravings are the biggest thing that I'm battling right now like cravings for chocolate and the funny thing is like I was never someone like to have a sweet tooth Mm. whatsoever but now it's the thought of it's the thought of now that I know like that I can't satisfy like if I've hit my calories like I can't satisfy those cravings even if I want to um so it's the I think that's tougher than actually getting the cravings themselves I think like just just being human like we want what we can't have mm-hmm. <laughs> so I think coping with that was definitely uh, a lot harder than I expected and energy levels how are they doing at the moment uh brutal brutal yeah they're very very they're very low at the minute and it has been like um it has been gradual uh on the way down like I was on I think 2400 and we're gradually like w- been working down to 1700 and I'm going to be on 1700 for the next few weeks anyway mm-hmm. so I am adapting Um, I think the main thing I'm focusing on now is like timing my carbs around my workouts yeah so I can so I have the energy to actually complete a decent session which isn't something I ever had to do in a gaining phase like in a gaining phase like I just had energy all the time like yeah. I'm, quite, I'm quite an energetic person like in general so it's definitely like it's a very new experience like having very low energy levels for me yeah like it's and I, like I because I've met you as well I know how energetic you are and even obviously even from following social media so like yeah like it's definitely something that like look I'm in my gaming phase now and I'm already what you're talking about I'm thinking fuck I have to do that now again I'm already thinking about my yeah. own <laughs> crap I forgot I have to do that a part of me is like excited but also this part of me be like oh I'm gonna be such in a bad mood for like four or five months but like um again it just shows the power of food as well because I think something you touched upon there I think people you know when people say like oh I have a big appetite and I can keep constantly eating and it's like when you're put into a gaining phase, like that's when your appetite is truly challenged because even now at the moment I'm on like 
2300 and I'm like struggling to eat it I'm like oh my god like I'm full I'm like seven o'clock in the evening I'm like nah I'm done then I'm like crap another three or four hundred calories I'm like oh my god like like that you have to like when you had those shakes as well like you're pushing yourself to the limit so people think like oh yeah I'm gonna have be able to eat and I'm like like I have a big appetite um like I like I do like you I could go out you know to dinner and have like three courses no bother but like this is completely different um as well it's it's massive challenge and like as you said going down to like 1700 and again realizing I suppose like how how I suppose like your energy levels can be affected I think when people kind of go into a deficit like you know for some people it could be easy some people it could be difficult because if you're someone who might be not have tracked calories before and then once they start tracking calories and actually be aware of what their deficit is they kind of will feel tired it's it it, it you know you're giving your body less energy um as well and you're probably like you know your energy expenditure your um, energy output is obviously going to be higher as well so like you know has cardio been introduced now or is it just your training that you have um with my cardio yeah i have noticed now like my steps my steps have been on the decline um like i used to it could have been anywhere between like 25 to 30,000 steps a day when I was in my building phase. Um, just because I was constantly on my feet, like I'm quite restless in general. So like I generally like to be doing something active and like now I have a goal of 10,000 steps and sometimes like I find myself like timing in like, okay, it's time to walk because I haven't hit my step count, um, which is also like, it's something like I've never had to mm. do before, but like it's just, it's a very... I think we're focusing on very, very light cardio so I can get the most out of the cardio that I'm doing. So like doing an awful lot, I'm doing an awful lot of cardio, but at a very light pace as opposed to, I don't know, like a 20 minute hit session. Yeah, yeah. That's that's the fun side of it as well. It, but look, it's, it's the things we do for it. And like, I, I understand the challenges of like, oh my God, like going from that high level of activity to even just the slow amount it just shows how much your energy has been impacted by obviously the less um you know food intake as well but like look there's only a few more weeks through it but like are you excited for the next few weeks as well like I know it's obviously daunting considering how low calories are how you're feeling right now but are you excited for oh no I'm very excited very very excited yeah I actually can't wait for it <laughs> but yeah like I'm I'm not really scared about energy levels going that low because I am doing it like I do want to see like just how tough it is and like see how bad it gets because at the end of the day, like that's the experience I'm looking for. That's the experience that I want to gain knowledge in. So I'm definitely more excited than scared. Okay. Well, that's good. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's definitely very, very exciting. Like I think like, look, I'm, I'm one of those people that whenever a potential client wants to come to me to do a photo shoot or, you know, if someone ever asks advice from it, I'll always be like brutally honest with them and be like look it's so exciting but like it's this the, on the day of the shoot it it's amazing you look unreal you have your tan makeup you know everything done and it's very very fun but I suppose the people will tend to forget about this lead up which is what you're currently going through now as well and obviously like you have a few I don't want to say it but like a few dark weeks ahead where yeah. you know your sleep is not going to be well you're going to be hungry and like all that stuff as well but um, I suppose like so far, like obviously looking a few weeks left, what has been something you've maybe enjoyed about this photo shoot prep journey so far? But one thing that you're like, that's probably been the toughest part. 
Um, something I've enjoyed, but the toughest part, honestly, probably like my body image. Like I would have been very large when I was younger um, and then I got lean. So going into a gaining phase like was difficult for me. Um, so now that I'm like, now that I'm losing this weight and like I'm starting to see an awful lot more definition, like I look in the mirror and I'm an awful lot like happier some days with what I see. But then I suppose that's difficult for me in the way because I'm then going back into that mindset of like judging myself based on my aesthetics, which mm -hmm. is something I don't want to do. So it's a constant battle of like reminding myself that like my worth is not based on how lean I am. Um, that's definitely something I've been struggling with. Like it's a, it's kind of a double edged sword, really. Yeah, like that, like it's and I know exactly what you're talking about and I know how the next few weeks and even like your reverse diet is probably going to be another scary thing as well I think like the reverse uh diet out of a photo shoot kind of again building yourself back up to maintenance that is probably the toughest part I think that was probably the toughest part of my my show versus like the whole prep the whole prep was essentially was a breeze compared to my reverse diet like the reverse diet I whenever I wasn't doing a check-in video I was crying like I felt horrible like oh no it was bad like it was bad for about six or seven weeks and you know, I'd be there looking at myself some days and I'm like, Joe, you know I'm going to skip meal today. Like I, like the, I was that bad because I just did not want my body to change. Yeah. Even though what I knew my physique wasn't sustainable. I think like definitely a photo shoot was going to challenge you in that, in that body image way as well. Um, But I think you are so supported, like even by myself, by um, like all the coaches that are around you as well. Like body image is tough. And I think that's something probably the biggest challenge but I'm excited to kind of see you know as tough as it'll be I'm excited to kind of see how you do come out with this photo shoot prep as well and you know the, the amount you will learn about yourself your body image your self-worth self-love I think that will hopefully you know will be a positive experience as well like I know photo shoots can kind of go the wrong way where like it affects our body image more but I think based on you as a person your capabilities who you are now I think it will hopefully, I'm hoping that it'll make you stronger and hopefully you might feel the same. Hopefully. Yeah. Oh, hopefully. not hopeful. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. But for anyone that might be listening and kind of to round up this podcast um, as well, because look, we've talked so much, but I suppose for anyone that might be perhaps thinking about whether it's starting a fitness journey um, themselves, kind of again, taking the leap um, as we kind of talked about and you know removing that all or nothing mindset or deciding feck it I'm going to do a photo shoot because I want to challenge myself what advice would you give them what advice would I give them if they want to do it um just start now mm -hmm. start now stop stop putting it off don't wait to get more confident just do it now don't worry about being in the perfect place to do it because you're never going to be in the perfect place yeah. the only perfect place to do it is right now mm, yeah like that's a hundred percent I totally agree like and it's people always wait as they say wait until Monday wait until the start yeah. but I'm like and it's like you know someone wait until April to join the gym and it's like no you gotta do that now but um Kieran thank you so much for everything that you've provided in this um podcast episode I think we look we talked about 
a lot and I know we could talk about a lot more I feel this podcast could go on for about another four hours but um for anyone that might be interested in following you and maybe like following your own journey as well to photo shoot prep how can people find you they'll find me on at Kieran Lang and PT on Instagram fabulous fabulous yeah no I'll, I'll link it in the show <laughs> But uh, Kieran, thank you so so much um for all the great chats and everyone. I really do hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, if you did, you can leave a review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, or alternatively, you can let me know via Instagram. Tag me your stories, drop me a DM. I'll be more than happy to hear. But again, Kieran, thank you so much for joining me on today's podcast. Thanks so much for having me.